Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302. couple things to tell you, and then, Marsha, I know you wanted to talk to me about backup. Uh, not backup, about defragging, no. but... First, I want to tell you that uh, click-free, the backup took less than 10 minutes to do. Uh, as I'm looking at it on uh, the desktop, it shows there's a little drop-down menu which shows you which current PC you're on. So uh, in my case, it's desktop, and then it also lists the, the um, laptop that I backed up on, and it literally worked in, in uh, just in minutes, so strongly recommend it. Uh, yeah, also, the only problem I have with click-free mm-hmm. is you need a freaking hacksaw to get through the package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, you do I have mean, to hello, do. I'm sitting here going... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, well, once you get through the package... Now, I have to tell you what I'm doing today after the show. I am going to... Uh, for those of you in Los Angeles, you could attend, but oh, well, it's sold out, so never mind. I am going to the Cupcake Challenge at the Hollywood and Highland Center in the Renaissance Hotel. Ask me what the Cupcake Challenge is, Marsha. It's something that's going to make your butt even bigger. My butt is my butt is tiny, so I, I don't. Well, know. Actually, I wish Mark, I had a no, butt. I will say Mark does have a tiny butt. I do. He does. I do. I, I you could need use implants. <laughs> I'm one of those people that actually does need a bigger butt. Um, I'm. It's going to be like 25 or 30 bakers that are going to be in there. And you have cupcakes, and you go from baker to baker to baker eating cupcakes. And they'll be like, I don't know, eight million cupcakes. They cost forty bucks to get in, so it's not cheap to get into this thing. But it is a fun event, and this is the second year, and it's completely sold out. Uh, but they do events like this, the company that puts these on, and I'll keep you posted on these events. But again, it's called the Cupcake Challenge, and it's in conjunction with Nestle. So how bad can it be with uh, Nestle's chocolate in it? Uh, so that's what I'm doing next. Okay, let's talk about. What you want okay. To about, which is- okay. Um, all right. I want to talk about defragging. Okay. Now, you know, I'm a huge fan of defragging. Mm-hmm. And like I use Steve Gibson's program, I, what is it, SpinWrite, which, right. you know, takes forever, but it, you know, pretty much masterfully redoes your hard drive. Now, I, for those who don't know what defragging is, let me tell you, a- as we spoke in the last segment, your files as they're written to your drive Go to the first available space. So if you've deleted something, you may have a little hole here. You may have a little hole there, another hole there. And it will take the first available space, and it will scatter your files across the drive. So that's called fragmentation because, obviously, it's harder for your com- or sl- and slower for your computer to read the files, it, you know, if it's not in one contiguous space. So what you need to do for that is defrag. Now, there's been a zillion products over the years. And I've always been a huge fan. I used to use System Suite. Remember mm-hmm. that program, Mark? Yeah, in fact, my name was on their box. I endorsed there it. There you Loved go. That thing. That, no doubt that's why I used it. Right. Um, <laughs> but I came across, I was given Disk Keeper 2010, mm-hmm. the only way to prevent fragmentation before it happens. Now, that scared me to start with, before it happens. So I know you've used the program. You want to tell me a little bit how it worked for you? Yeah, I mean, I've been using DiskKeeper forever. I mean, you know, probably 10 years I've been recommending DiskKeeper on the year, and to me it's the favorite. You know, in the early days of Windows, Microsoft had a defrag program that was just horrible. Uh, it took hours to work on that, and, and 
the system that DiskKeeper came up with, one of the things they have is what they call set and forget, which means it's constantly running on your system. So it's constantly defragging. You don't have to do anything. I have it set up under what they call screensaver mode, which means that any time I'm away from my computer and the screensaver comes on, it just defrags. So it allows you to get... What this does, what defragging does for you, as Marsha was talking about, it speeds up your computer. So if you think of it as, for those of you who can remember what an old LP record looks like, you've got this giant piece of licorice, and on it you have different slots for where the music was on. Well, that's much the same way a computer hard drive works, and it moves your information around. And when you erase something on your computer that you've had on there, it leaves this empty gap in there. So now you're searching your computer for some information, and instead of going contiguously on the piece of uh, hard drive it's skipping around trying to find it which slows right. it down so that's so what disk keeper does is it constantly defrags the computer Duh, i got i got that does it take a long time no it's very I mean, quick do you have in fact to, you don't even you know, notice it's going on because remember if you're running it constantly you don't have any need to run it on a regular basis and go in and say, okay, now defrag everything now if your uh, question is if i have i've never defragged my hard drive how long will it take yeah, it could take four hours. And, you know, even with this caper, I, you know, I think the the longest I've ever seen it take is maybe, frankly, fifteen twenty minutes. Okay, uh, so the deal it. is, it's going to sit on my computer, and mm-hmm. it will defrag when the computer's idle. Correct. Okay. Now you can set it in, in different. It, it has different settings for the way that you can set it. You can tell it which drives to uh, use or which one to use. A, you know this kind of set and forget thing. It'll tell you what's defragmented. It gives you a report. Uh, if I went in right now and, and I'll do that right now and then I can report when we're done. Um, I'll tell you how quickly it defrags and how much it found by using this information. But it works extremely well, and I really recommend that you do use this all the time because it will speed oh, up your I, computer. Oh, I'm a big believer in defragging, but what can I say? I'm a control freak. And right. like I said about click free, you know, set it and forget it. Yeah, my computer is not a Ron Popeil product. Right. Um, I'm anal about my backups. I mean, I back, I got drives everywhere. I don't even know what's backed up where. And as I said, I sure miss that DOS prompt where you could type DIR, get a whole directory of what you have on the drive and right. tape it to the thing, which you can't do anymore. What the heck that's all about? Mm-hmm. Maybe someone from Microsoft could like invent that for me. Just a little batch file. Remember batch files? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they worked. Well, I can just tell you while we were talking, it took uh, literally maybe five, six seconds to analyze what was on there. And it said the overall health of volume C is minimally affected by defragmentation due to the low level of fragmentation. So basically, there's nothing I had to do here uh, because I'm running it constantly. So literally, while we were talking, while you were, while you were just talking about that, I analyzed my system and it worked fine. You know, so it was not an issue at all. And the reason that it works that quickly is because I let it run on a regular basis. And the reality is, you know, you can look at what you want. You know, if, if you're concerned, Gee, what's it doing? I want to watch. Do you really know what it's doing anyway? I mean, you, you have to trust in the software that it's, I, it's... Okay, the older I get, the less trust I have in Yeah, but I mean, how do you know, that? really, if you think about it, you, you're running the program while you're watching it. Who cares? What, what do you know? If it's going to mess up your system, it's going to do it anyway. So it's not like we can get in there inside the hard drive and see what's going on, even if you're watching it happen. So in this case, I'm going to trust that here's a company that's been doing this for a long, long time. I'm going to trust that they know what they're doing, and I've never in 10 years had any issue with it at all. Okay. Well, cool. And I just got a tweet from Enrec, uh, which is Enrique from TechZulu. Mm-hmm. He suggests Advanced System Optimizer. 
That's another um, program. Yeah, he says if you want a bit of fear with defrag, registry <laughs> defrag. <laughs> he said it's awesome though and works great. So okay, well that's good. That's another. Yeah, there that's there are. This isn't the only program you can obviously buy out right, there. Right, right, right. But you know, I just really happened well. to have it here. It's time for a defrag. It was time yeah. for a defrag six months ago. Right. But you know, I'm I'm going to do it today. I just I'm copying everything to a, my book to a flash drive first. I don't care. <laughs> oh my God, you are so trusting. Uh, yeah, no, but it works great. I mean, I, I really will tell you honestly, I've used it forever. It's and I have tested other defrag programs through the years, and I just like the idea that this can run without me having to worry about did I remember to like you. If you do it yourself, you're probably going to forget about it. You're probably like you say, oh, it's been six months. Yeah, God, I got to defrag the system. Yeah, I got to do it today, and then you get busy with something else, and you simply don't do it. I never have to worry about that because it's running on a regular basis. So, nice, uh, nice. Well, yeah. I can just switch to my uh, my uh, what, uh, netbook and work on that. Love my netbook because right. I can just continue working on my netbook while this is doing whatever it has to do. Yeah, so listen, getting... I, I we got a question. Yes. We got a question in our, by the way, if you want to email us, we're Mark and Marsha, M-A-R-C-A-N-D-M-A-R-S-H-A at gmail.com since everyone's afraid of calling in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we had a question. I was wondering with all the plugins, is Firefox as secure as IE8? Also, does Firefox or Chrome have a phishing filter? Now, I can't talk to Chrome, so that's your, you're, you're going to answer that part. Well, I wish I could answer it because I don't use Chrome either, but uh, I have it on my computer, <laughs> I, so I'm assuming they do. I do have to tell Google. you, um, we're going to talk a little later about my discomfort with Google altogether, mm-hmm. so uh, we can deal with that later. Um, honestly, I love Firefox, but... I really don't think it's as secure as Internet Explorer. Uh, the main reason is actually one of the features I love about Firefox, which is really the most dangerous. There's a feature in Firefox where you can click uh, whatever, uh, tools, something, whatever, and you can get to, because I have IE8 opened right now, so I can't see Firefox, mm-hmm. um, and you can get to a list of all of your login names and all of your passwords. I love that feature. Yes, it's password protected. Yes, I have a master password on Firefox. But thinking about that, if there was some sort of Trojan downloaded to my computer mm-hmm. in one of those plugins, which, you know, every time you install a plugin on Firefox, there's always that little warning. This comes from an outside source. Right. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Mozilla does not guarantee this. What could be a terrible thing, which is why I never install a plugin that does that at least has a quack a billion downloads. <laughs> right. Because I figure somebody would have been hit. <laughs> somebody now, would have but complained. You're trusting there. You, you figure somebody would have screwed it up by now. Exactly. So, um, but no, IE8 does store your passwords and does store your logins because, mm-hmm. as you know, they always do pop up. Right. But not in one file. Mm. So, you know, if a Trojan was to come into someone's computer, and they can go into Macs as well. Right. I mean, you know, and they go anywhere. Uh, they could much more easily lift off all those passwords and logins on Firefox than they could on IE8. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert, um, you know. Well, but I can tell you, I was well, I, while we were talking, I look, Chrome does have fil- uh, phishing and malware protection. So they Okay, do. what does it do for phishing? Uh, I, you know, I don't really use Chrome. I just have it installed on the computer, so I don't know generally. But what phishing does on IE8 is it, it examines the websites to see if they're legitimate websites. And it gives Which you the ability. Which is, duh, very helpful. Because I gotta tell you, when I get a lot of links, 
I open them up on my phone. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you figure and it's safer. I figure it's safer. And if it works on my phone, then I'll go read it on my laptop. And I tend to do that, interestingly enough, too, even though there is a possibility that you can actually get a virus on your uh, PDA. They don't tend to be quite as common as you would find in a regular one. But you're right. Yeah, you know, It is a good way to do it. And phishing, and I have to tell you, there are times during the week I work for a financial institution. I got a, an email from the institution. I thought, you know what, we don't send these, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I realize, of course, it is phishing, but it looks identical to the real site. So you really have to be careful doing that. I have a, a, a Firefox question for you, though. One of the things sure. I never liked, and maybe I just haven't spent enough time with it, is, is there a way of putting your bookmarks, as I, as Internet Explorer does, you can have on the left side of your page all of your bookmarks showing at once. Can you do that on Firefox? I don't know. I just hit Control-B, and there they all are. Thank you very much. But you know what I'm talking about, where you can uh-huh. see. Hello, yeah, I've I never just been hit. Able... Okay, turn on Firefox, hit Control and B. And it brings it up. Well, take a look. Yeah, they're okay, all right there. Control. Yeah, no, but will do I have to do that every time, or can I have it resident right on the screen? Uh, that, that words, is that's right the way the IE works. I can right. I can choose to have IE because I like to see all my bookmarks at once. Uh, my screen Look, is large I have enough. so many bookmarks. I bookmark the most esoteric crapola that I find on the Internet. Uh, so you don't like insane. having your bookmarks always showing? No, no. See, for me, I do. I prefer it, and I prefer to just pop to it. Well, you like than... all those porn sites lined up. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, it's easier to get away than that. Well, I should have to wait if I don't want to. <laughs> Uh, all right. When we come back, we'll talk some more about got got lots of stuff to talk about. Some uh, some new apps coming up. The Android is due for an update any moment, which I'm waiting for. Which are going to give it some nice features. And hey, iPads coming out in about a month, so uh, that'll be uh, interesting. We'll be uh, right back to talk about it. Doug, <laughs> this is Marsha Collier, and I'm along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. If you or someone you know is unemployed, WS Radio wants to help. Hi, I'm CeCe Gonzalez, host of Headhunter Radio. Our show is dedicated to all things human resources, getting a job, keeping a job, career development, and best practices. And now WS Radio is also doing their part to assist you in your job search. Log on to www.jobhuntingtoolkit.com where they've provided some great links and free tools. That's www.jobhuntingtoolkit.com. Before there were computer games and HDTV, cram courses and teaching to the test, there was this thing called imagination, a tool so powerful it could transport kids on the most amazing journeys of their lives, from outer space to center field at Yankee Stadium. It is for these journeys that Destination Imagination was created, an extraordinary after-school program in creativity and teamwork for every child. At Destination Imagination, teams are formed and challenges are met with a whole lot of imagination. And while we can't guarantee it'll get your kid into Harvard or onto American Idol, we're pretty sure that Destination Imagination will be the most important journey they make this year. Maybe any year. Parents, teachers, start a Destination Imagination team by calling 888-321-1503 or visit DestinationImagination.org. That's DestinationImagination.org. Dr. Gail Carson here, a.k.a. SOB, which stands for Spunky Old Broad. 
My Let's Get Moving show on WS Radio is a unique health show for women that will help you get moving no matter how old you are. Listen 24-7 at wsradio.com forward slash LGM. That's wsradio.com forward slash LGM. I'm over 70 years old with no sign of slowing down. Let me help you or someone you love get moving. If your business receives or ships freight, this is your chance to uncover savings you didn't even know existed. We're Logistics Saving Solutions, and we are changing the way businesses work with consultants. We've made it simple. Our focus is to deliver fast assessments of your freight operations, and nothing more. We don't require a long-term contract with our customers. What we do is identify your needs and get right to work. We are experts at applying our 20 years of logistics experience to analyze your freight spending. Through the audit of your past invoices, we identify your areas of success and areas for improvement, and we get it. You know your business. We know the freight business. Please visit us at www.logisticsavingsolutions.com for more information or call us at 1-847-719-0401 for a free informational consultation. That's logisticssavingsolutions.com or 1-847-719-0401. Council for the National Interest is a nonprofit, nonpartisan grassroots organization advocating a new direction for U.S. foreign policy in the Middle East. CNI Jerusalem Calling, hosted by a panel of experts including Ambassador Ed Peck, is the worldwide leader in Middle East Peace Talk Radio. Tune in live each Thursday or listen on demand for interviews with world leaders and scholars. Learn more about CNI at cnionline.org. That's cnionline.org. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. VinVillage members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me, create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to VinVillage.com. That's www.VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Matsuri, a Japanese word meaning festival, is also the name of the most amazing show to ever appear on the Las Vegas Strip. Eighteen beautiful Japanese men and women forsake the spoken word and using only their bodies, communicate incredible acts of strength, dance, music, beauty, and magic. Matsuri at the Imperial Palace Hotel in Las Vegas. For ticket information, visit imperialpalace.com or call 888-777-7664. Matsuri is amazing. Matsuri was made in Japan. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
And welcome back, 877-474-3302. As always, delighted to spend our Saturday morning or whenever you're listening. Marsha, I know it's funny. I, I happen to don't often read the things, uh, the matrix things that we talk about on WS Radio about the audiences and such, but I happened to read something the other day which explains why we never get any phone calls. 97% of the people that listen to Internet radio listen on demand. So exactly. only 3% of the people are listening live. But those yeah, well, 3% of you, the, we love you. Yeah, it doesn't hurt that the network has an audience of over 4 million. Yes, that's correct. And we're getting, what, 15,000 a month downloads on iTunes? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah no, certainly I that's got to be valuable to somebody. You would think so. <laughs> you would think so. We would love to hear from you, though, because if you have computer questions, we can answer them right on the spot. As a matter of fact, I got a text from Valencia in Atlanta this morning, but I guess she's found better things to do this afternoon. <laughs> oh, she's not listening? Uh, Valencia, if you're listening, I demand that you call in and say hello. <laughs> demand right now, Valencia, if you're listening. And if you hear this when you listen to us on the archive... And you're not getting this live today. We were going to give you a new car if you call one. <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. Oh shoot! Oh, no new car. Oh, oh well. Gosh, but call on Valencia. We always love to hear from you. Um, <laughs> this week, supposedly upcoming in the next week, we're going to see the update to the Android uh, system, which is at currently, depending upon which phone you use the Android on, is 2.0, and it's going to 2.1. And the big feature on that is to get more. At the iPhone, you know the little feature when you can flick your phone and it opens the window louder? You take your two fingers, not louder, huh? uh, larger, not huh? louder, huh? What? Uh, larger what? or smaller, you just kind of give it a little flick of the fingers. That's Gesturing. what an iPhone can do. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's... Well, the Pre does it, too. Yeah, okay, well, the... the um, the Android didn't re- some certain things you could do that on, but mostly it didn't. So there's going to be an upgrade to that, and it's coming out. We hope in the next week or so. So if you've got an Android, a Droid like I have, or another phone that uses the Android system, some of them will be getting the 2.1 upgrade, which is kind of nice. And I'm always looking forward to seeing upgrades on things. Uh, also, now here's an interesting little device. This is uh, it's the MIMO display. It's called the 710-S. It's $129.99. You probably find it cheaper on the internet. It's www.mimomonitors.com. It's a foldable, portable monitor. It weighs less than a pound. Yeah, I saw that. Have you seen I this? saw that. Plugs yeah, again, into USB. Something I'm not trusting. <laughs> yeah, well, you put. <laughs> Oh my God! Key, you know, I have to say, I'll interrupt myself here. If you've been to Marsha's house, you will know it right away from the street because she's got all those tin foil in her windows, <laughs> so, and she wears that little cute. T- she doesn't do it in public, but uh, at home she wears a little that tin pyramid foil hat. hat. Yeah, the yeah, pyramid exactly. hat. Sure. Uh huh. So anyway, this thing is a. It, it's a, kind of a nifty little device. So it weighs less than a pound. It plugs into a USB port, and what it does, it extends the display of your desktop or your laptop computer. So with a little monitor, you can have your instant messages, your email windows, your tweeting, whatever you want, on a second window. And virtually what this does is instead of having dual windows, which I have in my office, I have dual monitors, and I love my dual monitors. Uh, I was over at Mahalo last week, and they have like... Three monitors at each yeah. desk. How freaking cool is that? Oh, it's major cool. And, and I have to tell you that if you've never used dual monitors, and, and you know, I use it for work. There's not a great reason to use them at home, but unless you work out of your home. But I use them at work. Well, I and, work out of my home, but you know, well, I'm a yes. writer. What the hell am I going to be doing with dragging stuff from here and there? Well, for you again, for those of you who want to tweet or or you know, IMing comes up all the time. You know, you get tweets, you get IMs all the time. So this gives you the ability to be working on your desktop, but not to have to move it so yeah, it's but a like, little uh, if i'm working on my desktop what i've got a 30 it's it's a huge freaking monitor 
Right. I mean, I, I have windows open all, all over the place. You know? Yeah. And when I said windows of... open all over the place, I remember the time I tried Windows 1, the first Windows, windows and I thought to myself, yeah, and, and I returned it to the store because I thought, why would I want remote. to work on more than one program at a time? It doesn't make funny? sense to me. Mm. Yeah, multitasking. I was far again terrified, fear change. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I, it's it's interesting, but this so if you want a, an inexpensive way to do it, that's not a massive monitor, gives you a little. You know, I didn't actually duck to see the size. Let's see if this tells me on here what the actual size of the monitor is. Uh, it is seven inches. My motor display measures seven inches, so it's just a, a small you know window for you to use to plug in if you want to have a you know a secondary device to have. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to tell you, well, we're going to talk about a lot of things. Some DVD movies. Marcia, you've got some things you want to go over? Yeah, I actually have some stuff on HDTV, and oh, cool. I want to talk about This Week in Twitter, a show that I was on. All right, and I want to talk to you about Twitter because people are beginning to say Twitter is dead. Let's talk about that when we get <laughs> back. Don't go away. We'll All be right, right back. This is Marcia Collier along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Business owners, save up to 25% on your credit card processing fees now with no contract. This is Chris Merch, founder of WS Radio. Since we have dozens of shows to help you start and grow your business, I want to give you a quick business tip. You can easily save money on your credit card processing fees with no contract. I want to introduce you to Renee. She saved WS Radio over 25% in credit card processing fees. Over the years, we've processed hundreds of thousands of dollars in credit cards, and it saved us thousands in fees. It only takes five minutes of your time to see if she can help. She'll give you the good news either way. She'll either save you money each month or let you know you have a good processor. Plus, she doesn't require a contract. Go month to month to see for yourself. Log on to CutCreditCardCost.com. That's CutCreditCardCost.com. It's your money. Why not keep more of it? Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. 